Hello and welcome to episode three of Singing 101, the podcast where we talk about all things singing and everything you need to become the best performer that you can be. My name is Candy Louise. I'm a vocal coach from Brighton in the UK. And today we are going to talk about breath technique. Because you've survived this long, right? So as a singer, do you really need to work on your breathing? Singing 101, singing 101, singing 101. So as a vocal coach, one thing I hear a lot in my studio is singers wanting to work on their breathing. So it's a bit of a buzzword for us, a bit of a buzzword for singers in the industry in general. And you may have heard terms like breathe into the diaphragm or support using the diaphragm, which is frankly just quite confusing. I know it really confused me when I started out. So in our podcast today, we're going to look at what bad breathing technique actually means. And yes, I say bad with inverted commas with my hands. And we're going to look at some vocal exercises that you can use to address them because you have survived this long. So you can breathe. But what does that really mean in relation to your singing? So the short and unsatisfying answer to do I need to work on my breathing is maybe. But more than often, a singer just really needs a little tweak to their breath management technique rather than the actual task of breathing itself. And that's the key word here, breath management. So as a rule of thumb, unless a singer shows signs of weak breath management, it's not something I'm desperately looking to fix as a vocal coach. But it's always something I'll investigate because breath management and tweaks to breath management can have a huge effect on a multitude of things. So what are the signs of weak breath management I hear you say? Signs of a weak breath management can be things like gasping for air during phrases, running out of air on longer phrases, maybe bad posture, you know, losing a lot of air without meaning to while singing, so a bit of an airy tone. Taking into consideration here the singer's age, because puberty, especially in girls, can bring out an airier tone as the larynx grows. Raising the shoulders, many, many more things, loads of other things that all contribute to that breath management system. So if this does sound like you, then it may be that you need to do some training to improve your breath management. So here are my favourite exercises to help with that. Number one. Number one, exercise. Ah, I can hear everybody going, no, when I say the word exercise. Yes, I know it's not what any of us maybe want to hear right now, but exercise can really transform the way that your body intakes, maintains and exhales breath. That's a triple whammy there. And they are all varying skills that are really vital for good singing technique. So when I say exercise, I'm not saying let's all run down to the gym and grab the nearest dumbbell and just start going at it, or I don't know, running a marathon. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about things like yoga or swimming. Things that are, you know, we use the breath management system, things that are very breath concentrated rather than something that's like super cardiovascular, super strength. So let's take yoga, for example. It's really common in yoga that you use breathing on different counts and you match it to your movement. So for example, when we're doing our warrior twos, we might be breathing in or or breathing out for a certain amount of counts or or when we start to feel that burn, that really calm burning that, that yoga kind of brings to the table, you can really breathe through it and then transition to a new position using that breath. So at this point, let's say I've done my warrior two, starts to burn, I've breathed through it and then I've transitioned to a new position. At this point, what's happened is I've effectively controlled the speed of my inhale 
the speed of my exhale, whilst also engaging my intercostal muscles, which are the ones in between the ribs, to maintain the breath within my chest as I hold it without even thinking about it. So what's that? One, two, three things. Three things without even thinking about it. And that's the beauty of using exercise as a tool for breath management. You're doing multiple things and you're training multiple things at once without even really thinking about it. And that's not even taken into consideration the mental health benefits of yoga, which is obviously amazing in times like now when we're kind of mid-pandemic when I'm recording this, but also when you're, if you're suffering with things like uh, performance anxiety. A little bit of yoga or a little bit of meditation for performance anxiety can really, really go a long way. In my experience, it seemingly more quickly becomes part of your unconscious mind as a singer if it becomes part of your lifestyle. And that's why exercise is so important because you can't just do it once and then forget about it. You kind of feel a bit mugged off, don't you? You're like, oh, I did that one session at the gym and then nothing. That's just, no, it's something you've got to keep going at, you've got to keep working at. So my yoga of choice is always going to be Yoga with Adrian, which I'm sure many of you have heard about. It's a free channel on YouTube with thousands of free videos. I send all of my students there, so make sure you give it a go and I'll put the URL in the notes below. No, I'm not getting paid to say this or do anything else. I just really love Yoga with Adrian. It just brings such benefits to us all. Number two. Okay, so number two, hissing to a timer. Whew. Love this one. I love this one because you can get really competitive with yourself. So it's simple but effective, this exercise. And basically all you're going to be doing is hissing to a timer and seeing how long you can last until you run out of breath. So this is a very small hiss. Something that is barely audible, but it's consistent. You can hear it's a consistent hiss. You're going to take a big breath to begin with, and then you're going to go right until the end. So you're going to breathe out right until all those muscles squeeze that last little bit of air out, and you're just going to time it. So what this does is it helps you manage your exhale, and it's a really good way to see improvement because the time will increase. So as I said, you can get competitive. You can be like, oh, last week was 30 seconds. What can I do this week? And you can start to just win and see actual improvement. And it's a really great feeling. So this exercise can be a bit weird to begin with. So you can always imagine things like maybe blowing out a candle. So maybe there's a candle in front of you. You're blowing out a candle, but you don't really want it to go out, but you want it to flicker. Sometimes using imagery like that can help it feel less weird and help singers kind of get into the moment because it can be quite a meditative thing. So once you've done it, write down your time. Make sure that you've got your time there. Keep it somewhere near you. So when you're doing this, I'd recommend doing it even every day for one week and just seeing what the improvement is. But make it part of your regular practice. It's something nice and quiet, which is really great while we're all home at the moment. But it's also something that you don't need to warm up for. So if you're very short of time, maybe you've got somewhere to be, who knows? It's something you can fit in and slot into your lifestyle really quickly, but it's still efficient and working towards your singing. So once you've done it on a hiss, try adding some sound to see if the time differs at all. Try using a sound such as oh, oh. Again, it's going to be a super, super, super small sound, but consistent and clean. So we don't want anything too airy. And make sure it's a note that's comfortable for you. So it's going to be kind of around your speaking pitch. So once again, I'm going to take a big breath. I'm going to start my timer and just go, Oh. 
etc, etc. And then once you finish that, you've got two times. One where you've got a sound and one where you haven't got a sound. And they're two times that you can beat. It's possible. It'll only go up from here. So you can have a think about things that may make it even better. So, for example, are you a smoker? You know, if you're smoking right before doing this exercise, what effect does that actually have on this? If you quit for a week, I know, easier said than done. If you quit for a week, what happens to those times? Do they increase? If you quit for a month, what happens to those times? If you start doing yoga for a month, what happens to those times? It gives you a benchmark to start with. It gives you that baseline and something to keep beating. So hissing to a timer, exercise number two. Number three. And the final exercise, the final exercise that I would say to give a go would be inhaling on a count, holding, and then exhaling on another. So breathe in for four, hold for two, and breathe out for four, for example. So this doubles up as the beginning of meditation. So again, you're controlling that inhale, holding and controlling that exhale. And when you're inhaling, you can inhale through the nose, hold and exhale through the mouth. So can you see the pattern now with all three of these exercises? They're all very meditative. They're all very quiet exercises. And on each one, you're controlling a certain aspect of that breath management, the inhale, the hold, or the exhale, or all three. So with this exercise, you can start small and get bigger. Yes, but take good care of the holding. So focus more on the inhale and the exhale getting longer rather than increasing the hold too much. That's because sometimes the muscles can begin to ache and you're kind of wasting energy if you're holding that air in for too long. So if you're finding that your muscles are starting to ache, just take it down a little bit. We don't want to kind of waste that extra energy and then end up in that kind of <sighs> sigh as you start to get out kind of as much air as possible, as quickly as possible. So again, we've got numbers here. We can play with numbers. We've got something to set our foundation at and grow. You can always do this with the timer so that you've got a, a regular amount of time that you're doing it for, or you can do it to a metronome at a certain BPM or beats per minute to make sure that each time you're working at the same level, you're starting at the same kind of time and then going forward so that you can really accurately measure that time. And you're going to see big results. You're going to see things change with all three of these exercises. And that's what we want. We want to see change. And it may not change overnight. Wouldn't it be amazing if our lung capacity just doubled overnight? Whew, we'd all be just breathing amazingly. <laughs> but that's not going to happen. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not going to happen. It's a slow and steady process. But you come back in a few months, you come back in a year. And that's when you see the results. And that's when you just go, yes, that hard work that I put in was really worth it. So these are just three exercises that you can do to improve your breath management and the effectiveness of your breath management in your singing. There's many other things that the breath can affect. Uh, I'm not saying that, that these three are going to fix everything. That's really not the way that it works. But it's something to get started with, something you can do at home to begin improving that efficiency in the breath management system going forward. Take joy in the fact that you can already breathe. That's the beginning. You've got the hardest bit done. Now we just got to focus that energy and make sure that we're putting all that energy into a regular practice 
regular, regular, regular practice going forward. So you can then celebrate the wins when they come. Because if you work hard and you practice, they will come. If you find that you are having a lot of trouble with your breathing, I would really recommend going to see a vocal coach in your area or signing up to lessons online, just so you can have a professional opinion and a bit more discovery can be made into what's really happening in there, okay? So for today's Singing 101 podcast, that's it. That's it. I hope that it has been useful for you and you've got three new exercises or types of exercises that you can implement into your life and into your routine as a singer to ultimately help you become a better singer and help you become a better performer. Because as I said, these really do match up with also things for performance anxiety, which I know a lot of people deal with. Thanks for listening. Thank you for coming back. If you do have any questions at all, please do email me at hello at candylouise.co.uk. That's C-A-N-D-I-L-O-U-I-S-E.co.uk. Or follow me on Instagram at candylouisesinger. Thank you very much. See you guys next time. Singing 101, singing 101.